You are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Hello, podcast listeners. Uh, welcome to another exciting episode of Radiant Culture. My name is Biscuit and I am riding this ship solo today. The other two hosts are busy doing things. I don't know. They, they just, I don't know. Call them later. Ask them what's up. But to make up for that, we've got an exciting guest with us today. We have got Bishop Chikuni. And we're talking about something very, very, very interesting on the heart of, I don't know, 90% of Christians, but they say the statistics are usually rubbish, <laughs> but most people do wonder about this topic. And since we've been talking about angels and demons and all of that stuff, sort of stuff up until today, uh, we're going to stick with talking about the spiritual realm and something uh, closer to home, which is gifts of the spirit. So if you've ever wondered about gifts of the spirit, this is the episode to, for you. So uh, if I can just say hello to my guest, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate your invitation. I'm yes. glad and I'm sure we're going to enjoy. I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so to get right into it, um, for, for people maybe who are not familiar with what uh, gifts of the spirit are maybe you can give us just a, what what are they a quick little description of exactly what is a gift of the spirit and and why I should have one <laughs> yeah it's a very good question uh, spiritual gifts are endowments from God to enable people to do God's work uh, they are we can call them divine abilities they are divine abilities. Everything that you do that has been inspired by God to do, that automatically qualifies as a spiritual gift. Or you are enabled by the Spirit to do that. Anything that you are enabled is a divine enabling from the Spirit of God. Huh. That's the spiritual gift, yes. Okay, okay. So, so... Uh, how do you get them though? Do, do you just then discover you have them and you just go ahead and do it? Okay, maybe uh, let me read or let me try maybe to classify or, or to categorize them so that at least you get a, an, an understanding on this introduction. If we read First Corinthians chapter 12, First Corinthians chapter 12, I'm going to read maybe verse 1 and then verse 4 to 10. As I'll be reading, you will see that it's self-explanatory. Okay. I'll try by all means to to explain maybe where, uh, where, where where explanation is needed. It says, now concerning spiritual gifts. Now concerning spiritual gifts, which is the topic that we are dealing with. Brethren, I would not have you ignorant. So if there is anyone who is ignorant about spiritual gifts, I can assure you, uh, you shall be knowledgeable in this area. <laughs> Keep God, listening. Yeah, Keep listening. <laughs> that much I can guarantee you. Um, it says, now there are diversities of gifts. Diversities of gifts, which means it's not one. There are 
they are in different categories or compartments because that's diversities of gifts but the same spirit it's one spirit but manifesting in a diversity <laughs> and there are differences of administrations so the spirit also administers but the same lord Mm -hmm. now, do you, now I want you to maybe let me explain the let me explain here. It says diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So the gifts are coming from the spirit. I'm mm -hmm. sure you understand that in the Godhead we would God the Father, God the Son, yes, and God yes. the Holy Spirit. So here it's saying now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. So where do we drive? Or where do we get the spiritual gifts from? From the spirit. Mm -hmm. And then there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. So which means the administration of the gifts. They are what I call called administrative gifts. These ones, they come from the Lord. The spiritual gifts come from the Holy Spirit. The administration okay. of gifts or the governmental anointing or the, the this one, they come from the Lord. That's what the scripture is saying. I know I shall explain further. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. Now, do you see now the gifts? So, in other words, on the, on the diversities of the gifts, though they are all spiritual gifts, we have those that are given to us by the Holy Spirit, those given to us by the Lord, and those given to us by the Father. Those given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ, they are outlined in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. Those given to us by the Father, they are outlined in Romans chapter 12. We, I, maybe if time permits, we shall deal with them. This is a very broad topic which mm -hmm. we can never exhaust. But I'm sure this background, I, 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 I'm trying to do justice so that there is no confusion. And then the spiritual gifts, they are now outlined in the uh, on this passage that I am uh, I'm going through, which okay. is First Corinthians chapter twelve. We have got three categories of spiritual gifts. There are what are called vocal gifts, and we have got revelatory gifts, and we have got power gifts. So those are the diversities. Okay. In terms of okay. the gifts of the Holy Spirit. On the vocal gifts, as they, they, they come through speaking. On vocal gifts, we have um, prophecy. And we have got uh, gifts of speaking in other tongues. And then we've got uh, interpretation of those tongues. It's in the passage that I have not gone through. But yes. if you want to find out, you read those. So those are spiritual gifts. Those, those are, spiritual are from gifts. the Holy Spirit. Yes. Okay. Spiritual gifts. And then we have got um, power gifts. I'm sure the, the gifts of healings, uh, the gift of faith, uh, working of miracles. Those are power gifts. And then we have got revelatory gifts. They come as a revelation. Like word of wisdom, uh, word of knowledge, and discernment of spirits. So, so far, according to diversities, then now, <laughs> it now depends which gift 
do we have to concentrate on or maybe uh, uh, we explain on operation or how somebody may receive those gifts okay since since the three different categories you've mentioned mm. and um they seem to be incredibly important with the amount that they mentioned within the New Testament in particular. Mm -hmm. So obviously they're very important to God himself that yeah. these gifts need to be happening. So with the three categories, how does one receive whichever gift from these categories? Or, mm. or are we meant to receive from all the categories or are there specific people meant to receive from each category? How does that work? All right, let me maybe... Uh, go through the passage as well. Please do. Uh, I'm sure scriptures will answer such questions. Now as we go, it says verse number 8 For to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same. These ones are the ones that I've explained. Waking of miracles, prophecy, discernment of spirits, uh, diverse kinds of tongues, the presence of tongues. Then verse 31 says, but covet earnestly the best gifts. <laughs> then Paul says, among those gifts, you have to desire, covet, intense liking of something. Covet those, covet earnestly the best gifts and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Now it says covet the best gifts. Maybe the question is what is the best gift? Mm -hmm. So the best gift is what is needed to solve a particular problem. That becomes the best gift. Okay. I, I don't know if yeah. you get it. Yeah. On rankings, what is termed as the best gift is the gift that is going to minister to somebody in need. For example, if somebody is sick, you are sick, maybe you've got sickness that defies medication. If you've got sickness that defies medication, then the Holy Spirit manifests and you get your healing. I don't know if you get it. So, which means the best gift now is the gift of healing to minister to somebody who is sick. So, the best gift is the one that is going to minister to a particular need. And also, maybe there's another point that I need to maybe to stress. Uh, uh, verse number 7 of First Corinthians 12. It says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, to every man, to every man. Now that answers the question, who qualifies? For the spiritual gifts the spiritual gifts are for everybody they are not in particular uh, for pastors or for uh, uh, for those that have been called in ministry the holy spirit uh says says but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without to profit is given to profit to every man to how many people to every man why? Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is given to all people, not to some. <laughs> if you read on the administrative gifts, if you read uh, Ephesians 4.11, it says, He called some 
to be apostle, some prophet, some evangelist, some pastors, mm -hmm. some teachers. So, the, so Jesus gives some. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit now, to the body of Christ, everybody, it's a must that you receive the Holy Spirit. When you have received the Holy Spirit, there is no way you receive the Holy Spirit without manifesting the gift of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So, people are ignorant about spiritual gifts, brethren. I do not want you to be ignorant. <laughs> okay, okay. Again, to go back to what you said about the different um, categories of those gifts, mm. I kind of got the impression that something like the power gifts don't come as easily as the spiritual gifts. Is, is, that, is that correct? Because, uh, I don't know, th that's just a question, really. <laughs> the gift of that healing or that revelatory gift, mm. does it come as quickly or at the same time as you get the other spiritual gifts? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same. Because if you are able, remember, this is not natural, it's supernatural. It's supernatural. For example, um, in, in most of the cases, personally, I'm also amazed. I'm also surprised. I'm also surprised. Like, for, for example, the other time, I had a son who fell on a horse and, uh, and, and he was broken the collarbone. When he was broken the collarbone, he went to the doctor who specializes in bones and then that doctor said your bone uh, cannot be easily fixed but what you mm -hmm. need to do you need to operate maybe they wanted to put what do you call it those like rods or, or something yeah the yeah. metal I don't know whatever the operation they wanted to to, 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 to put something inside for, for 18 months wow and then uh, unfortunately uh, his medical aid could not could not meet the the, mm -hmm. the, 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 the the required. So what 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 they did? What what, what they called me, and I say to to the young man, just come to church. I sense within my spirit that God is going to touch you. Um, I asked him a question: What is it that you want God to do? Do you want God to provide the shorty for which was three thousand five hundred dollars, or you would want God to restore your bond? So choose. Then he said, I want God to restore my bone. And surely when I prayed for him, he simply went to the doctor who was also surprised because the collarbone was uh, relocated its rightful position. So that is, that's, that's a miracle. But now look at it. There is also a faith element there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You know, I can't say I, 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 I heard God saying now, now I want you to heal my son. No. I simply operated by the gift of faith. I asked him the question, what is it that you want to do? Because it was a challenge. There was a need anyway. And I believe that I'm operating I'm operating in those gifts. If you know that God is in you, like right, right, right now, you are there, you know that God is in you. How do you operate? By faith. How, how does faith come? It comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. If you read Mark chapter 6 in the Bible, it says, these signs will follow them that believe. In my name they shall drive out demons. In my, They shall drive out demons. They shall, let me touch on that. They shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. So it's something that was already provided in scripture. If I, if somebody is sick, 
the scripture already gave us provision that you shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover so i will not wait to hear from god because god spoke already god already spoke you see many people they are not operating in those gifts why because they are waiting for god to to speak and yet god spoke through his word he spoke because the but the word of god is god speaking to us what do you do when you see somebody in need what do you do what comes to your mind what comes to you when you see somebody in need that trigger that trigger there must be a scripture that must come that you must practice to see the results so every i believe every believer i believe every believer is not for the selected few it's for every believer after this after this program go and try it and see it will work <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i know for sure is the more you yield to the spirit of god you notice that there are certain kind of challenges that will move you the mm -hmm. bible says jesus was moved with compassion he was moved with compassion there is a certain area that you are going to be compassion about it yeah that area that moves you automatically it's the spirit of god that is telling you that you have been given grace in that particular area because what moves you may not move me which means what moves you is your area of calling is your area of ministration mm -hmm. i don't know if i've answered yeah, you there yeah. <laughs> i have a, a, another question now based off your example mm. of um the music uh maybe someone being called to the music ministry mm. A lot of Christians get, uh, or, or maybe a lot of just uh, people curious, get confused with the idea of spiritual gifts mm -hmm. and um, your natural abilities and talents. Mm -hmm. Could you help us <laughs> differentiate between those? Okay. How does a person know when they're, it's just their talent, it's just their spiritual gift, or it's natural ability? For, for you for you to say natural ability where did you get that ability from if it has never come from god where did you get that from that's true but then that will mean that people before they receive the holy spirit already have spiritual gifts if we're using natural ability as a measuring stick as well so that's why i think there's a difference between them now when you receive the holy spirit you are now you are empowered to operate you are empowered to operate because you cannot say you have got a natural talent. Now, what is natural talent? What, what, what is natural? What are you saying okay, natural? We can, Where did it come from? We can use this as an example of a mm. natural talent. Mm. Let's say you were, because God created us, you mm. are born already with a physical stature that makes you a particularly good runner. Mm. That's, you didn't pray for that. Mm -hmm. You didn't, you got that before you even knew what was going on. Mm. So I would, I would put that, maybe I'm wrong, mm. I would put that in the natural talent area. Mm. Or, or maybe I could be corrected. Uh, this is a <laughs> discussion, so I'm willing to be corrected. Yeah. So now when this person is in the church, they mm. have received the Holy Spirit, mm. and they are trying to understand that they're gifting and what they're meant to do with their life and their purpose and where they're meant to focus. Mm. How do they... Do they say, okay, this was now my talent, or is this my gift, or, or what? Okay, let's say, let, let's go to animals. 
for 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 the bears to do what they do for the lions to do what they do for the elephants to do what they do is god given yes so whatever you're calling talent is god given yes that ability is god given yes <laughs> so what is needed is for that which is god given for you to realize that how are you going to save the lord with this with this uniqueness whether we call it talent because because remember i i i categorized this now comes from romans chapter 12 uh -huh. which you are calling natural talents these are gifts from the father mm -hmm. something that you were given unto you that's something that was given unto you whether you're the best athlete whether you're the best footballer whether you are the best swimmer whatever, whatever whatever it was given to you by god what you only did was to discover who you are and the first question that i have for you is why then were you moved to go into that particular area why why are people excelling in their talents who told them the same the same way it is happening to them is the same way that you're supposed to operate even in 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 the uh, uh, in the church or or helping other people the same way the same discover is the same discovery many people they say how do i hear from god i have already told you how you hear from god for example if you see somebody who is sick what does the what automatically comes into my mind is you shall lay hands upon the sick and the sick shall what shall recover it, it has to come automatically so in a nutshell you're saying your talent your talents and spiritual gifts are the same thing what i'm saying is, yes they come from the same they come from the same, they but they're not the same, the same thing. They, 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 are not, they, they come from the same. We, we normally explain, say, it becomes a natural talent. We say that it's terminology, but it comes from the same. It comes from the same. That same ability comes from God. It's, it comes from God the Father. Remember when I, when I, when I, when I first presented, I, I present the spiritual gifts from the Holy Spirit, which I have given you as nine of them. And... Um, uh the administrations which is which are called ministry gifts apostleship apostolic prophetic evangelistic pastoral and teaching these are also gifts yeah <laughs> they come from the same but they are diversities so those talents they are categorized as diversities okay yes but it's the same spirit but now the manifestation now there are diversities of manifestation that's what one who is prophesying and the one and one who is uh, 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 performing miracles is different diversity but from the same source that's what the scripture is said okay it's different manifestations different administrations but the source is the same all right <laughs> That's why this is such a, a, a juicy topic. <laughs> it's got so many different places where you can come from from that. But okay, so now you've you've discovered or you've realized, rather, I think it's closer to realized mm. your your gifting and and you want to focus on. So does it need to be developed or, or or once you know what it is, you can just go full swing into it. You can just go laying hands and just attack. Or do you need to? You is develop. it need to be developed? Yeah, you develop. Now, in terms of like in the body of Christ, 
you discover that the area that you are a novice in or the area of your passion or the area of your calling or the area that you feel led to move in that direction, you see that there are a lot of other people who are already fully manifesting those areas. So it is now important that you then learn from them. So you need to find a, a sort of mentor, mentor in that area. Yes, and in then that particular area. They help you. Yes. Yeah. And then those gifts, some of the people receive the gifts by laying on of hands. Remember mm -hmm. even Paul was encouraging Timothy that he uh, 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 steer up the gift, steer up the gift that is in you, which you received by laying hands by the presbytery. He, so in other words, the gift that was in Timothy, he received it when hands were laid upon him. Can some gifts only be given that way? Or is it just no, sometimes they one, just have one, one way? Oh, it's just one, one way, way of yes, yes, yes. Because the gifts, you cannot, you don't have one channel of receiving. Uh -huh. we, we, right now we are speaking about spiritual gifts. Uh, yes. That's why I say after, after, after this, you may try, <laughs> to you may find yourself maybe uh, 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 developing uh, passion or compassion in a certain area. After maybe these discussions, you may be surprised. Because I believe that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will give you an area to work on. Not for you, but for others. We are yeah. actually meant yeah. to bless others. So the gift comes to you to bless others. Now these gifts, they operate through you to bless others. They are not for you. So if... I receive my gift and I decide I'm just going to enjoy this gift for myself. Is it possible that that gift can be taken away or I can lose it? Can, can a person lose the spiritual gifts? Is it possible? In scripture, they say the gifts of the Lord, the gifts of God, they are irrevocable. Yeah, that is why maybe in Matthew chapter 7, when Jesus shall openly say to some people, uh, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity, depart from me. But these people, they will say, uh, we cast out demons in your name. We prophesied in your name. We performed uh, miracles in your name. And Jesus said, I, I never knew you. So there were people that used the name of Jesus to perform those things for their selfish reasons or for another reason apart from showing compassion, apart from ministering to people. Because God deals with our attitudes. God deals with our motive. And if you read on the, the the foundation or the common denominator on the functionality of those gifts is love. If you do whatever you do without love, that auto, that gift automatically has been perverted. Because if you see the sick, somebody who is sick, you are moved by love. With, with the Spirit giving you enablement through these gifts... Mm. Are gifts the only way of giving evidence that you have the spirit? Is that the, <laughs> I'm just curious? Is is that the the way that people know? Or <laughs> can I tell you something? <laughs> right now, there is too much presence of the Holy Spirit in this place. And remember when Jesus talked about the coming of the Holy Spirit, He said, "When He comes, He shall teach you all things." So the greatest manifestation of the Holy Spirit is also teaching. Simple teaching as I'm teaching you, as I'm teaching you, that's, that, that's manifestation. That's manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Because I know 
you think when <laughs> you think if they they, they are thunders thunderbolts <laughs> that's when the spirit is there <laughs> remember elijah said the, it, there was an earthquake there was a fire all these other manifestations and the lord was not in the in the, in the earthquake he was not in the fire he was not in the wind but he was in a still small voice so whenever you think that the holy spirit may not be there he may be present he may be fully present for example i cannot teach the way i'm doing to you now without him inspiring me to teach you so the greatest also manifestation of the spirit of god may be also teaching as well okay okay i'll, I'll lean into another little question that comes sort of from there sort of yeah. i'll try to get to this one gently mm. um right so we've got these categories mm. and the spirit is working through you so does um does the exercise of certain spiritual gifts make a person more spiritual <laughs> no. You see, also, uh, uh, one thing that I also want to, to say is spiritual gift, the presence of a spiritual gift in your life does not certify maturity. Mm -hmm. I will underline that. <laughs> yes. You may, God can choose to use anyone as, as, as need be. This one is a bomb, I know. You may be surprised that somebody whom we may regard is not born again can be used by God if he sees a need he can use you to but does not mean that the fact that he has used you to help somebody it does not mean that you are now of God mm -hmm. like that donkey <laughs> that was yeah. used it does not mean that the donkey was now born again That's so true. God can use any medium he can choose to use anything so 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 there is what is called the spirit of God working through you to benefit somebody there's a mm -hmm. difference if the if the holy spirit works through you it's just a spiritual gift and it will never produce what is called the fruit of the spirit never is the spirit only operating through you to meet a need but if the spirit is now working in you and through you then there is character development in you and there's also the ministry through you so deception is when somebody has been used only <laughs> when the spirit is using you but without giving him an opportunity to work in you <laughs> i think we, we need to dig just a bit into that <laughs> I, I like what you said. Uh, you brought a top, uh, uh, something that I'd almost totally forgotten about. Thank mm. you for reminding me. <laughs> the um, the uh, spiritual fruit. Mm. Um, what is the difference between spiritual gifts and spiritual fruit? Yeah, because I think people just need to make sure that they understand. <laughs> the gift yeah. is, is, is a manifestation of the Spirit of God. It's just, He's manifesting through you. He's using you. For, mm -hmm. for 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 kingdom purposes yeah and then the fruit now this is the character the character the character that we find that in uh, galatians chapter 5 i think verse 20 
verse 22 the character and there is contrast the one who is the one who has uh, uh, who has the spirit of god who has allowed the spirit to work in them that's pro, that that which produces their character verse 22 but the fruit of the spirit is love now on the fruit of the spirit the devil can imitate the gifts of the spirit and remember he's gifted by the way but on the fruit the devil can never produce the fruit of the spirit why because he does not have that character he is not filled with that spirit because the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering uh, now you want to get you, want, you now want me to get into 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 other dimensions now <laughs> allow me to do that gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law long suffering long suffering there is endurance there is patience now i now the problem is we are in the last days the devil has caused people to believe if you ever heard about these instant miracles this miracle this yep, miracle yep. in as much as the holy spirit performs miracles but people are no longer yielding to the fruit of the spirit that of patience the kind of gospel that is being preached these days it's instant coffee instant get everything instantly it's against the spirit on the fruit Mm -hmm. surely the spirit of god can cause you to receive something within an instant and let me also say this when we are talking about growth maturity there is no miracle in growing there is process in growing so the holy spirit will give you the process you allow you to grow there are certain things that you have to wait until you receive them but these days there is there is deception in the manifestation of the spirit of god because everybody needs a miracle everybody needs an instant this instant that instant that so in that particular if you if if if, if it is always about miracle this today miracle that tomorrow miracle it's about it's about always receiving 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 without the character development let me say okay me as a teacher if i'm a teacher of the word of god sometimes okay let me say always if i teach you about the promises of god there are promises of god there are things that god has promised you yeah but with these promises i also must be in a position to teach you the demands of god mm -hmm. If you do this I will do that if you do this I will do that but nowadays we you know we, are, we people are now concentrating on the promises receive this promotion increase sustenance this and that eh prosperity which is all, all these things are good and they are promises of god but for them to be fulfilled by god we have to meet the demands of god mm -hmm. we have to teach people to walk uprightly now i'm concerned now for you to know how is okay the emphasis of the holy spirit why are we given those gifts is i think for ministry purposes yeah. for soul winning yeah 
for expanding the kingdom. That not for showmanship, not for any other reason. So if you want to know now, if you are in a church service, that this church is filled with the Holy Spirit, you will see with the emphasis. The emphasis. God bless you. I like that. So uh, yeah, I think that's a great place to, to, to wrap it up. As was said, if you're seeing someone operating and they're gifting and they're exemplifying the fruits of the Spirit, let them do what they're doing. It's okay. Let's support the, the, the work of the Spirit in the body of Christ. So um, th- that, was, that was a long one. I don't know if, if, if that'll be chopped up. But we'll see. But um, we'll catch you next time round as we uh, discuss more pertinent issues for the body of Christ. I'd like to thank my guest once again for coming through, Bishop Chikuni. And uh, we will see you again, hopefully, <laughs> for more of these kinds of talks. And uh, keep yourself tuned into Radiant Culture every week as we bring you more of this awesome, awesome info. Latest. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.